Welcome to Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Drunk on Social community, welcome back episode number three of the symposium the drunk on social podcast and uh, you know after the first two episodes Tristan and I actually uh, did a little bit more planning this time and we've got some topics for you today and so let me just quickly remind you about this podcast it's all things social media and our intent is to deliver to you the latest and the greatest and what's happening in the world of social media so you can stay ahead and create a larger presence, a larger brand, and grow your business by being in the know. And today, Tristan has delivered on some topics. We are going to talk about uh, the latest news from Twitter, Clubhouse, Instagram, and Facebook. And because he is the one who gave us the topics, I'm going to let my co-host decide what we're going to talk about first. Tristan Ahumada, welcome, my friend. This is, uh, this is fun. Dude, I'm pumped. I'm always pumped with these. These are fun because it's like informative and we get to have some discourse on it. It's kind of like Clubhouse. Ready? What is discourse? Right. What does discourse mean? You know, like talking back and forth and you know, educated. Like, it's a good talking. word. I like big words. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that one. <laughs> we should change this from symposium to discourse. <laughs> Yeah, that would work. So where do you want to start? Which, which, which one's Twitter, topics, man? And why are we talking about that? Right. Whichever one. First, one's, first one is Twitter only because Twitter for so long said that they weren't going to allow for an editing option. I don't know if you go on Twitter and let's say you type something in and like, oh, I'm going to post something. And you post something and then you spelled something wrong, which happens to me every day, right? And I post it and now I'm like, ah, oh, crap. I can either delete it or that's all I can do. So now Twitter is actually, they're catching up with the times. They're like, maybe we should add an edit button, right? So they're testing the undo button, which is similar, right? It gives you like about three, four seconds or so after you post whatever you post to give you the option to undo it. Really? Yeah, and it, it's... It's being tested. So, you know, it's not it's not for sure. But what I'm seeing is that this is probably going to hit. It's going to be a big hit. Is Why? there any is there any other platform that allows the same thing after you've hit post? Other than I mean, I know in Facebook, you can go back to the post and you can edit the post, right? Yeah, I mean, not really, dude. Think about it, like email. In some cases, email, there's an undo button like Gmail allows for that, like recall. Yeah, boom, and then you're like, oh crap, I didn't include the PDF right, right through the attachment. Right. But I don't know, dude. It just feels like they're catching up with the time. This is the reason Twitter only has like 400, what was it, 400 million active monthly users, which I mean, I shouldn't say only, mm. but right, it's still a lot, but it's one of the lesser ones out of the main ones, right? Well, since we're on the topic, let's give it a little bit of love for just a second, because I think a lot of our audience is probably thinking to themselves, Twitter, guys, really? Twitter? Come on. Like, who's really on Twitter? And well, yeah. I, but the reality is this, and, and, we're, and first of all, as you know, we're trying to keep you in the know. 
and we have continually asked our audience, like who's crushing it on Twitter? Very few, if anybody ever have come forward other than recently, Tristan, you know, you and I, you connected me to DRock. DRock is, is the head videographer, content creator for Gary Vaynerchuk. If you don't know who Gary V is, please climb out from under the rock. You probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> and DRock told me uh, that they, they use Twitter. And he gave me an example of how he uses it um, among several reasons. But one of them was... Uh, you know, like he was telling me I need to find a freelance editor to uh, to 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 take some of my longer form content and to put it into micro content or smaller form content. And he said, Twitter is the best place to go put a post out searching for someone almost like a search engine, like a, like an ad, uh, you know, uh, like a resume platform to find people. And sure enough, I did it at his request. And I have like 15 different people who replied and said, check out my work, message me. I'd love to talk to you. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that, that creates any relevance to Twitter. I don't know if Twitter will ever be relevant to anyone. Well, here's where it's relevant. So there's a difference between the active monthly members that come in, right. That are actually signed up. Those are like very low, but here's the weird thing, bro. When you look at the monthly visitors, like actual visitors, it's going to shock you. Number one is Google, obviously, right? 92 billion visitors a month. Number two is YouTube, okay. considerably less, 34 billion. I could have predicted both of those. Uh, 34 billion. Okay. Number three, you can guess who it is. It's your favorite, Facebook. Facebook. Okay. 25 billion. Mm -hmm. And number four is Twitter. Wow. Who would have thought that crap? I, I didn't. No. It's at 6 billion, 6.6. .6 above above instagram okay yeah. that's well, the the key the, the thing is that people go and visit like i visit twitter when i see a tweet because a lot of the news outlets use them mm -hmm. right it's like oh this person tweeted that oh check out this mm -hmm. but i never log in right i just go and see what they tweeted and that's what they mean by visitors right so that's relevant and here's why folks because it's all about the eyeballs it's all about the eyeballs. At the end of the day, if you're building a brand, if you're creating influence, where are the eyeballs at? And that just said it. Like people aren't acting, they're not engaging, but they're watching. And so it is a platform. It's not for everyone. It's not for me, frankly. I'm not there. You're not there. Uh, but this is the, the point of this podcast is, is we're not going to show favoritism to any different platform. We're going to give a news on all of them. And uh, the point, I think, and the reason the way we started with it today is to show Twitter a little extra love to say, listen, it's getting a crap ton of eyeballs and it might be a good place to build a following because it it's uh, what you can become. You can become in uh, that that person who people look up to. Uh, you know, that, that uh, the authority on whatever it is you want to be the authority on. So that's good. That's good. It's good to know that they're actually doing things to stay relevant. Uh, anything else on Twitter? Or are you ready to move on to the next topic? No, I'm done. Perfect. What's next? It wasn't too much on Twitter. I just thought that was a shock, right? I love it. All right. Next, we've got Clubhouse. And for those of you following Clubhouse, they don't have that many users. I know they have over 3 million active monthly members or the, the doubt the app was downloaded over 3 million times as of like about a month ago. So I don't see that increasing dramatically because they're still not open to Android, 
but they did launch a creator accelerator program and it's meant to help support broadcasters in the app and what that means is that's looking to kind of do what TikTok finally did right which is that they realized early on that these platforms these social media platforms are driven by creators the more they're in there the more that these creators can feel like they own part of this because they're getting paid and the more they're getting paid the more they're going to continue to show up that's why youtube has been so successful i mean look at all the youtubes that are that make a ton of money on this one of my friends here in, in camarillo california makes like 800,000 a month dude on youtube which is insane holy mackerel so i mean we don't know where clubhouse is going to end up but they're already starting to look at this as as something that if they curate these these creators they can have a bigger audience and they're getting ready for android because that hasn't been released yet and let me just say this to everyone listening today clubhouse is new it tristan said it it doesn't have nearly the amount of of active users as any other platform because it's so new and that spells one thing for all of you opportunity like get in there get active build a following because guess what if it continues to gain traction like it has it will be relevant and you will be kicking yourself for not getting in sooner. Even you and I, Tristan, we were relatively early adopters. That was the very end of December, end of the year. And you and I both, granted, you have a ton of influence. I have a fraction of that influence, but still more than most. And we, but we gained a lot of followers in a short amount of time because we were early, because we were in there before most of our industry. And so folks, like you're, there's still time. We, we, remember we said this about TikTok a year and a half ago. Most of you didn't listen. Now you're saying, oh, gosh, maybe it is relevant. Most of you probably said the same thing about, well, we didn't even know what we know now on Facebook and Instagram. But listen, you're listening to this podcast. You care about social media. Start becoming an early adopter. Stop questioning things and just get in. Get in, figure it out later, because you will, you will, uh, you will take advantage of the opportunity that exists there. Uh, yeah. I love this. There's a massive opportunity there. You you're only open as clubhouse to to the iphone people right to people that either own an iphone or went out to go get an ipad to to get this or whatever but when when i look at my followers i'm like okay i've got 15,500 followers and jeff and i were one of the first real estate agent people to jump in thanks to Brittany howard by the way mm, that's right um think about how many android users are out there you're going to, wherever you are right now, the, the ability for you to grow quickly after that happens is going to be insane. Once that happens and you give it like three, four, five months, then I can say it's too late for a lot of people. But right now, it's the perfect time to jump in, dude. I, I think when Android hits, I'll probably hit 50,000 followers just from where we're at right now, yeah. which is insane. I agree. And, and so here's the deal, folks. So again, this is about, so first of all, if you're not in Clubhouse, we, we highly recommend you go get in there. Uh, you need an invite only. So make sure you find somebody who's in there that can invite you. If you know us, reach out to us. We probably got invites to offer. Second, if you're already in there, if you're already, you know, you're interested in growing your influence on Clubhouse, we will put the link to becoming uh, the Clubhouse creator in the show notes. 
So make sure you check out the show notes for the podcast and that link will be there. Yeah, dude, you got it. All right. Now let's pivot over to Facebook, Instagram, because they're the same company here. Okay. Facebook, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to pivot to Facebook first, only because you know that they're going to copy Clubhouse, right? It's just a matter of time. I mean, news is already out saying that Facebook executives already ordered employees to create a similar product to Clubhouse. Hmm. That's, that's already happening in the background. Now, whether it actually takes off or they actually complete it and do it, who knows? Right? I don't know that. But they are trying because look at what they did with Snapchat, right? They just took them out pretty much. Well, they, no, they unsuccessfully tried to copy Snapchat. The stories is what won them over. Correct. They yeah. copied stuff, but they have, if you're not familiar with Facebook's history, like Zuckerberg has become known as the guy that will do one of two things. He will copy you. He maybe even try to literally emulate you and knock you out, or he'll try to buy you. Actually, he'll try to buy you first. When you tell him no, he'll try to knock you out. If he can't knock you out, he'll just copy you. That's what he does. It's pretty brilliant, actually. It's working for him. I will say this, though, Tristan, from what I've seen, they haven't been very successful at knocking people out. Um, and that's where I don't think they will probably be successful with this either. They want to. So here's the point. They want to. What I mean by knockout is they want to cut their momentum off. Like if they didn't cut Snapchat's momentum off, they would have been much bigger. Right. And they would have been a huge threat for their marketing arms. And I mean, look at look at their monthly active, what was that? Monthly active uh, visitors. Yeah, twenty five billion or something like that. Yeah, and you add another billion, uh, another six billion to that from Instagram, right? That's dude, that's pretty huge. Obviously, they can't compete with Google, right? Because they've they've got they've got a monopoly. Ninety two billion with thirty four billion from that's insane numbers, dude. Yeah, but. I mean, they're, they're going, they're going to try to, you know, they're going to try to cut TikTok's legs off, which they're trying to do, right? I don't know that's going to happen, no. but now they're, they're going to try to do it with Clubhouse. Sure. But when, now that we're talking about Facebook, when you dive into what they're actually doing, here's what I was talking to Scott Shapiro about from Facebook last week. And when you listen into what Zuckerberg's actually excited about, and is doing is he's going all in with augmented reality, AR and virtual reality, the VR, right? That's why you, you, if anybody's familiar with the Oculus, those glasses, right? That's where his passion is. And so I was trying to figure out why, and I was talking to Scott, I was like, hey man, I, I think maybe Facebook's going to, well, now that they're super pissed off at Apple and they're pissed off at Google for cutting their their legs off with the whole um, tracking, right? That's going to change the way marketing is done in our industry and in every industry. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe they pivot over to creating their own browser, right? And he's like, yeah, that's that's awesome. Maybe they do because they're already creating their own websites and they're already creating their own uh, landing pages, right? So they're giving us that option. And then I thought deeper. I was like, you know, there was a recent podcast that that he did that mark zuckerberg did uh from the information it's a if you want to google it it's it's from the information he sat down with them and he talked about ar and vr and then i thought deeper i was like you know you know what he's actually doing he's he's betting on the whole world pivoting to 
what he creates as the official browser of the world, which is a virtual browser. Mm -hmm. He may skip completely the, the browser as we know it, which is the Google, right? The Chrome, mm. the Safari, the Firefoxes. And he may just create the first virtual browser. And what does that look like to us when we're in there? Well, dude, if we all gravitate to that, that is the next world of where we all go. Hmm. Forget Google, forget everything else. So he's he's betting on something that, that can actually be uh, way, way more inclusive than anything else. It's bringing everything together. And I thought maybe that's why um, he doesn't give a shit on the, on the browser side. Right. Or maybe he, they do a little bit, but this is where all their money is. But they know they can't, they can't compete or they can't get to that level. So why not just go try to get out ahead of it? Now, let me ask you this though, because everything you're saying to me is like, almost like I'm glazing over, right? It's like, whoa, what? Like creating a new brow, what? what? So I'm going to just say what I think the audience is thinking what does this mean for me? You guys are telling me to get out ahead. You're telling me to yeah. be an early adopter. Like, what can I do with this information? Anything? Or is it just, hey, just no. be cognizant of it? This is where this is where we have to pay attention to understanding where the world's heading. Because you can you can see the average eight. Let's just go now dive into yours and my world, which is real estate, right? Real estate mortgage, right? The average age of our industry is 57 years old, right? And for the most part, uh, there, there are some people that are very challenged when it comes to technology. They're late adopters, mm -hmm. right? What I want you to pay attention to is as the world changes and we go into this whole new Oculus world, right? The option to have these VR glasses or a set a headset to be able to go into this world where we can now shop, we can live in. Look at NTFs. Have you seen NTFs, bro? No. What's an okay. NTF? So non-fungible tokens. Look up everybody who's listening and look up NTFs, the ability to purchase virtual art, okay? Virtual art and people, artists, artists are creating this virtual art and selling it for hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars. And people are like, what, what, why? I'm like, well, take a step back and look at where our generation previous, not mine and yours, because we're the same age, Jeff. Um, but <laughs> I always like saying that. Um, but let's take a look at our kids, our youngest kids. They come up from a world of Minecraft where they're okay purchasing a shirt, a sword that's virtual, that lives inside of this virtual world. Now you fast forward where they are 20 years from now, where Facebook has this virtual world and you're purchasing virtual products, instead of seeing a actual real picture of baby Yoda, it's a virtual one that I only own. And that's what NTFs are, which is insane. So if NTFs are already picking up that are being able to be bought by, by cryptocurrency, Facebook's right on the money, man. And this is where it gets scary. If we as agents don't, push our brokerages or NAR to be first to create that virtual world where people can go and visit homes virtually and meet the agent virtually. It's going to be Zillow. It's going to be Redfin. It's going to be Open Door. It's going to be a no-name company that doesn't exist now, 
right? So that's where the opportunity is. We have to pay attention. Wow. All right. That's uh, some pretty deep, heavy, and like super forward thinking stuff. Um, just to think about, I don't even think most of the, I, I, I'm struggling to, can even grasp the concept of digital art. Uh, but it makes sense when you described it, like that's what's going to be. Now, so, so essentially, it's going, everything that's hanging on my wall uh, is in, in the future is not even necessarily, that's going to be vintage. Because uh, everyone's going to have green screens behind them, essentially, or, or a blank wall. Kind of a virtual world, like like let's just go EXP, right? But it's going to look. I mean, nothing against EXP; they're pushing boundaries. But it's going to look like a Ferrari of EXPs, mm -hmm. right? That's what Facebook wants to create. Wow, wow. Well, you know what? That's a good point. If you're a real estate agent, that's also something you should be looking at. Uh, where is your company going? Do they have that same mindset? Are they thinking ahead like that? If they're not, well, you might get passed by. So just be yeah, prepared for that. There aren't very many companies that are, dude. It's very, very few. And so. Wow. Wow. That's, that's just, uh, I think uh, there's like a few people on this, uh, watching this, listening to this, that are probably drooling right now. Not sure where to go with it. Uh, so can we take it back a notch or two to something that's maybe a little bit more understandable uh, to our listeners or maybe just me? Just... Yeah, you're funny. I know you caught on. You're just messing with me. All right, well, let's let's shift over to Instagram then, okay. because Instagram's still part of Facebook, and where they're heading is they really want to capitalize on Reels. They think they've got something there. They think they could take a big chunk of that momentum from TikTok, and they're probably right. They'll take some momentum, yep. right? And they, they, you've already seen. I think last time we talked, you mentioned that uh, they're going to. Oh no, we were texting back and forth, and we're saying how Facebook announced themselves. They said, "Hey, if you post something that has the TikTok logo, we are going to slow down that post. Mm -hmm. We want more original content, yeah. right?" So with that, they they announced they're always announcing these custom stickers to celebrate whatever is happening. Mm -hmm the current month or the current week or the current situation like black lives matter you saw that one mm -hmm. they have they have a couple that they released the celebrating women and tech for pi day which was over the weekend now people are like what the what does that matter well what we have seen is that if you use those with the right combination of hashtags it does increase your visibility because now you're playing the game they want you to play right which is use the stuff they have Use the right hashtags. Play our game, everybody. Yep. Play it with us, and you'll get rewarded. Yep. Right. Yeah, I I, um, I love this conversation because I I know it really well. Um, and so what Tristan is talking about is in your stories. And so when you go to add uh, like a GIF or an image um, or just uh, let's what do you even call it? I'm gonna go to my story right now and and get the name of it. So if I was going to do a post and I would drop an image in there or drop a video in there and you click on the little smiley face, uh, it's a smiley face square, like that's, that's got a little uh, crease on the, on the bottom, on the bottom right corner. Yeah, you, I click, see it. you click on that at the very top, it says featured and it shows you what's trending essentially. And so basically what Instagram is telling you when you're posting is all that stuff at the top. So featured and then location and then mention and then hashtag and then donation and then music and then gift. Like it's telling you use these features because we want you to. Uh, and so, and I see it Tristan all the time with, with 
with people that, that are posting. They're just, they're, for lack of a better term, they're kind of lazy with this. And if you go follow my stories, you'll see that I'm the farthest thing from lazy. I add all kinds of fun stuff because I want to make it kind of engaging for the audience. I want to make it kind of entertaining, interesting. And um, again, if you really want to take social media seriously, you can't have a lazy mentality. You can't have a mentality of I'm going to hire a company to post for me. You can't have a mentality. I'm going to have a company grow my followers. That stuff doesn't work. And Tristan and I have both tested those things. And you know what? That's a, actually a great future topic to talk about yeah. uh, because it just doesn't work. And I, I've got a comment on Reels as a, a TikTok guy and somebody who's also using the hell out of Reels now because I'm, I'm a big fan of video and I'm a big fan of, of using those two platforms. I love them. I'm spending all my time on Instagram and TikTok right now. And um, Reels is up, upping its game. It's gradually evolving and getting a little bit better and a little bit better. I agree. I agree. TikTok's platform is still far superior as a creator. So if it's just about creating good, strong, solid content with a lot of features, TikTok's the place to go. And I love it. And I'm using it as a creation app. And then I post it back to the other platforms. It is still yet to be seen if they're going, if Instagram will truly suppress TikTok. And I'm going to keep testing. Because uh, as I was telling Tristan earlier today, even Reels is an anomaly to me right now. I'm still trying to figure it out because it's I will different. say this one, I, 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 in fact, I'm posting tomorrow. Like my, uh, I always post on drunk on social, just like, what's, how's your activity going on a platform? And I share, uh, my activity, uh, my analytics from Instagram, and I'm going to share it tomorrow. And I've had, uh, over 130,000, uh, what is it? Um, engagement. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Let me views? Go Not views. Uh, they use a different word. Likes? Uh, accounts reached. Oh, accounts reached. I've got a, I'm, I'm 131,000 plus in the last 30 days that my friends is powerful. And that is the power of using that's I'll tell you right now it's reels. That's reels has done that for me, uh, because I'm using reels and I'm using it organically. And I, and it's been, it's been all over the board. Like I'll have a post that gets several thousand views and the next two will get 50. Then I'll have 2000. Then I get five. And the next one gets a thousand and then 800 and then 42. It's very all over the board. I have, I'm having a hard time figuring it out. And, and I think that's what they want. We just point, keep on using it too. That's, that's it. That's it. I think I'm winning. And, I, and by winning, I think I'm getting more eyeballs because I'm using it consistently. And I think the algorithm recognizes that. And it's giving me a little bit more love. What's that look like consistently for you? Just so people understand what you're yeah. doing. And what I'll they- share this in my post as well. Uh, so what I'll, what I'll be sharing is, is how many posts and how many stories and how many IGTVs. And for me, um, in the last 30 days, that's 35 in-feed posts. That's more than one a day. That's probably more than I would recommend, actually. Okay. Um, and, and the reason why I'm more than one a day is because I do have- In your feed? In my in-feed, I have 35 posts in the last 30 days. Okay. Now, we recommend four to five posts a week in your feed post. Now, I- have two VAs doing content creation for me. So it's a little bit easier for me, but you as an individual, if you didn't hire a service to create content for you, uh, four to five posts a week is plenty sufficient. That's a great job. Stories, I have 190 over the last 30 days. That's over six stories per day. And Tristan, what do we tell people? Five to seven stories a day. Why five to seven? Because it's just the right amount to keep your to keep your account extremely active in the viewers' feeds, 
right? And, and they're going to be getting the updates that you posted a new story. If you do too many more than that, you're going to create story fatigue. Like your audience is going to be like, oh my God, I got to flip through 15 of these just to see, right? Yeah. yeah. So five to seven, l- listen, if you're not doing any, start with one, just get consistent one a day, build the two and just get there. Right. I consciously, and I can't speak for Tristan here, but I consciously post five to seven stories every single day. Sometimes I got 10, sometimes I have two, but as my, as my data indicates, I've got 190 stories over the last 30 days. That's 6.3 a day or something like that. Um, you're making so anyways, me look bad. What's that? I said, you're making me look bad. <laughs> well, you know, you and I have, that's, I think that's why you and I are good. That's why this is great because there is, we prove there's no one way to skin this cat. There's no one way to be successful at social media. And the way your, your style is a lot different than my style and yet we both have a lot of success from it. And that's the beauty of social media. That's why we're so passionate about social media because you got to make it what you want to make it. You don't have to be Gary V. You don't have to be Tristan Almada. You don't have to be Jeff Fitzer. You don't have to be, you need to be you. Uh, and do you take the tips that we give you, use them as, as, as effectively as you can and watch the results over time roll in. And that I think is a great way to end this podcast. I think, unless you got, you had any closing thoughts, any closing remarks? No, buddy. No, I'm just, uh, I love these. I'm, I'm happy always to do these with you. It's very fun. It is fun. It's actually, and I'm going to tell you guys selfishly, like I'm enjoying this because it forces me to stay hip to what's happening on social media, which means I get to stay ahead just like we practice. So for you as a listener, you get the easy job. You just get to listen. Uh, and so Hey, don't keep us a secret. I mean, I get it. Like you're probably thinking to yourself, well, I don't want my, my competition to know about this podcast. I want to keep it a secret. Hey, guess what? We're going to be able to do more, give you more, bring in bigger guests, bring in more inside information, the bigger yeah. we get. So don't keep us a secret. Help us grow this. Share this with your friends, your Just colleagues. Just don't share it with Zillow. That's all. I don't even care if they know. <laughs> I mean, joking. I'm just joking with you. We love everyone. Um, Anyways, this is reservations. i'm joking oh well that was fun it's been fun buddy it's been fun so recapping twitter clubhouse instagram facebook episode number three don't keep us a secret we love you guys we'll see you this was episode number three number three dude it felt like episode like 80 (laughs) because we talk too much we talk a lot all right see you guys next week Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.